Ah, the great outdoors. This time of year has me eager to get outside, which, admittedly, isn't too tough to do when you live in the country. But the Archdiocese is gifted with lots of beautiful land to explore this spring and summer. And Dave Herbacek, photographer and reporter for the Catholic Spirit, and Father Jake Anderson of the University of Minnesota's Newman Center are going to be our guides. Father Anderson, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So grateful to be here. And Dave, it's great to have you on again. Welcome. Well, Patrick, it's great to be here as well. So uh, this is a fun conversation. As always, I like having conversations uh, along these lines. Father Anderson, let's start with you. Word on the street is that you're leading the charge for a special fishing trip. Not just any fishing trip, though. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. I I chaplain a group uh, called St. Zeno Anglers. Uh, St. Zeno is the patron of fly fishing. He was an Italian bishop back in the 4th, 5th century. Um, But the group uh, St. Zeno Angler started really organically when I was associate uh, pastor in Stillwater, Minnesota, back in 2016. And just, you know, uh, greeting uh, people as they came out of Mass. Uh, I just got to know a lot of men who uh, were fishermen, or fly fishermen in particular. And a lot of these men did not know each other. So uh, one day in the spring, I just invited a lot of these guys over to, to the rectory to have a little uh, conversation, a little prayer, and then just talk about fishing, because I don't think um, a lot of them knew each other. And so it started very organically just uh, in 2016, uh, in June, and with about 12, uh, 12 men coming together. And eventually, just the conversation, you know, like, oh, we didn't even know who the patron saint of fishing was. So eventually, we looked it up on Google, and it was Benzino. And so we were chatting about that. And then, you know, people were meeting each other and saying, hey, we should actually go fishing together. Uh, and so like this little haphazard little group started uh, under the title of St. Zeno Anglers. Yeah. And we started going out just during that summer, um, Thursday, Thursday, late afternoons, early evenings. And we would drive out to one of the area trout streams in Wisconsin uh, and sometimes Minnesota. We would have, pray a rosary together, have a little conversation, and then split up in twos and go out on the river fishing. Wow. Um, and eventually that just started to grow. And we started to you know, invite other men involved, uh, invite other men to be involved. And then the, the conversation around having a, a retreat together started to surface. And so we had a first retreat four years ago uh, down in northeast Iowa in the Driftless region, it's called. We had about a dozen men that came together, uh, and it went really, really well. Guys loved it. I loved being there. And so this is now our fourth retreat doing it um, down in northeast Iowa. We have about 12 to 20 men. There's a lot of men that are involved in St. Zeno Anglers, but not all can make it on retreat. Uh, but we're really excited to do um, yeah, a fourth, a fourth-year retreat uh, with about uh, 15 guys. Wow. Um, and the theme of this year is called Living in the Power of Jesus, Dignity, Depth, and Daring. Wow. Well, Father, i got to say, if, if now that you're letting the cat out of the bag here about St. Zeno Anglers, which, by the way, I had to Google Zeno as well. I had not heard of him before, so it, thank you for introducing me to a new brother in the faith. Um, but uh, th- the word is getting out, so do you have any limits that you're setting on this? I mean, are you just uh, thoughts to let it grow and grow and grow? Yeah, yeah, it probably can't become, you know, probably over 25 for the retreat anyway, but uh, we have, we rent out two cabins. And so okay. once we fill the cabins, they're, they're maxed at this point. I think we're almost maxed. Uh, we probably actually have a couple spots. Um, but uh, yeah, there's just a, a small cost involved just to defray the costs. But, uh, but really, it's, it's, it's open to anyone. We've kind of, we don't have a communications coordinator or anything. So it's, it's just starting to spread out from Stillwater. But uh, then a few guys from the University of Minnesota come along as well. 
Okay. Wow. All right. Very good. Well, I look forward to hearing great things from the St. Zeno Anglers uh, retreat that's coming up. So, Dave, let's draw you into the conversation here. Have you have you ever done any of these trips with Father Anderson, perchance? Well, I met Father Anderson back when he was in the seminary, and the thing that got my attention is the fact that he makes his own recurve bows. Ooh. And that's actually how I first got to know him. I did a story in the Catholic Spirit about him making recurve bows, and he's actually hunted with them. And he's even made some arrows, and I think he was going to try to make broadheads for hunting. And so he's been doing a lot of that. We did bow hunt together one year at his family farm, had a great time. And uh, I should mention that uh, he was gracious enough to invite me to come on this year's fly fishing retreat. So I eagerly accepted. And so my plan is to go down there, spend a couple days there, and then do story and photos for the Catholic Spirit. So stay tuned on that one. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned to thecatholicspirit.com. You might just see some some, uh, some angling men who are following after the Lord and maybe even a catch of fish. Yeah, well, very, very good. Well, Dave, what uh, this, is, this is a dangerous question to ask Dave Herbacek, knowing you as I do, but uh, what do you love about being outdoors, Dave? Well, it's funny you should ask right at this moment because just last night I was setting up a turkey hunting blind in western Wisconsin, and you and I have mm. talked about turkey yeah. hunting and my passion for that. And when things green up in May, it's an absolutely glorious time to be out turkey hunting. And things have been greening up pretty fast the last few days. And I have a season that starts on Wednesday and then another one the following week. So I'm taking a week off to go turkey hunting. And then at the end of that time, I go to northeast Iowa for the fly fishing <laughs> retreat. So I'm going to be spending lots of time outdoors, and May is one of my favorite times of the year because it warms up, it greens up, and lots of things are active. I haven't done much fly fishing. I did it once out west, and I did catch a small trout, but I'm going to be heavily relying on Father Anderson to uh, teach me a few things about fly fishing, the first being how to not catch your fly in a tree branch. So if, if we can avoid that pitfall and actually get the fly to land in the water, maybe some good things will happen. But actually, I'm most excited to be out there with my camera because years ago they had a movie called The River Runs Through It, and the cinematography oh, yeah. was yeah. absolutely fantastic. So I have all these visions in my head of men casting with their fly rods and a beautiful sunrise or sunset and idyllic setting in northeast Iowa. So I'm really excited about this upcoming trip. Absolutely. One of my favorite movies. I know someone else. It's one of her favorite movies as well. So, yeah, great movie. Great. And as we're talking about the glories of being outside in May, um, there's other times of the year that it's glorious to be outside as well. And Father Anderson, maybe back to you for a moment. What exactly, how would you recommend that people spend time, or how do you like to spend time in other seasons of the year outdoors? Absolutely. Yeah, just being outdoors, period, is always a good. Um, but Minnesota and this area just has so much more to offer than people might think. Um, so actually, this, this upcoming week, I'm going out with a, a group of men um, from the University of Minnesota. We're going to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, to the Porcupine mm-hmm. Mountains. And people think Michigan, it's a long way away, but it's only four and a half hours away. 
We're taking about 20 guys to do a backpacking trip for three days up there. Uh, it's right at the end of the semester. And I don't know, I just really found that uh, the outdoors period is just a, is always a good, but especially as a priest, uh, just helping men do something shoulder to shoulder and, and sweat together a little bit yeah. tends to draw out something that you can't draw out just by having a, a conversation after mass or even a small group, like doing something together and just being outside really helps draw out uh, the conversations around like what being a disciple of Jesus really means. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing a lot of, uh, well, images of St. John Paul II are flashing through my head and, uh, Knowing that uh, he was dedicated to that same sort of, of mindset that, yes, getting, getting uh, well, young people certainly, but even men together uh, outside, it's, it draws people out in a way that is sometimes very unexpected and opens new doors. We're speaking with Father Jake Anderson of the University of Minnesota's Newman Center and Dave Herbacek of photographer and reporter for the Catholic Spirit about being outdoors. Dave, how about you? What, other times of the year outside of May, how do you like to get outdoors? Well, I would definitely underscore what Father Anderson said, and I think as a photographer, I've developed an eye for all of the beauty of the outdoors. I like the fact that we have four seasons here, even winter. I will often go out in the winter and just hike and walk in the woods, and one of the things that's fun about that is with the leaves down, you can see a lot more, a lot farther, and I just like to look at all the, the tracks, the deer tracks, the turkey tracks, and just get out there and and it's quiet. That's the thing about winter. It has its own unique beauty. It's so quiet. So I like winter. I like fall. I like when the leaves turn, obviously, because then I can get some fun photos of fall colors. But even after the leaves go down, I do deer hunt. I archery hunt, as does Father Anderson. And there is a special beauty of November when the leaves are down and things are open and quiet and just sitting in a deer stand or a deer blind. And I enjoy it whether I see a deer or not, because most of the time, as I think Father Anderson will attest, you don't see a deer. It's just those fleeting moments, maybe the second day or the third day you're out there and you finally see one. And the rest of the time is wonderful as well. And to sit quietly is something I really like. I also like to walk and hike in the woods. That's one of my favorite things to do. You get your body in motion, and you see the natural world, the natural beauty, and it's a whole different atmosphere and rhythm than the city where you're driving through traffic and people are rushing to get from one place to the other. When you're out in the country, there's no traffic jams, there's no noise. It's quiet except for the sounds of nature, the animals, the birds singing. And I just enjoy all aspects of it. Obviously, I like to see turkeys, but I like all the other birds. I remember a couple years ago when I was in my blind, still in the dark, an owl hooted nearby and it set off a chorus of owl hooting. And I thought, wow, this is so cool. There's just so much to see and experience. And I just think it's good for the soul to get out there and just be in nature. Right, right. Well, one final question in our two remaining minutes here. Father Anderson, I'll pitch this to you. Um, This isn't something, if you're not in the habit of being out of doors, or if you're not a hunter or a fisherman or something like that, there's still an opportunity to learn. Like, you're never too old to learn how to appreciate the great outdoors. Would you say that's true? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you can just walk outside and just begin very in a very simple way. You don't have to have any equipment, any special skills. You can start wherever you are. There's so much available to us, uh, especially here in the archdiocese, but then just in the greater state of Minnesota. So many opportunities just to step out with really no experience, even if you're not used to doing much of anything. Uh, extremely easy to pop out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. That it's a, even if it's just a finding a a nice, uh, well well appointed local park to just go and sit in for a while. I think it would be a great great opportunity. Well, thank you both for so much for taking the time to be with us today and encouraging us to get out of doors. Before we let you go, though, Father, may we have a blessing from you? Absolutely. May God, Almighty Father, through His Son Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, bless, consecrate, and come upon you. May he fill you, mind, body, and spirit, with all the gifts and graces of the Holy Spirit and protect you from the powers and the evils of the evil one. May Almighty God bless you, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Jake Anderson, Dave Herbacek, thank you so much again for being on the show today. God bless you both. Thank you, Patrick. Great to be here. Thank you. So grateful to be a part of this. What a great conversation. And if you're inspired to get outdoors, uh, there are many, many great ways to do it, as we were just saying. But uh, one of the ways I will talk about, too, I'll mention to you, is that if you haven't checked out the Into the Deep Retreats, I know that Jen Messing has been on the program a number of times. Check out idretreats.com for some great ways to get out of doors as well. That's for young people and not so young people.